from Public Radio International. This is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, March 9th. I'm Marco Werman. Debt relief for Greece, but no relief in sight for a rising number of homeless Greeks. Nobody cares about people. Nobody cares about the individual. I'm angry with the politicians, really. And later, the challenges of cleaning up the Fukushima hot zone. We're walking into the forest right now. There's very, very high doses very of high, radiation. Very high. What we're looking yeah. at is like yeah. forest and <laughs> rivers. And you get a sense of how difficult it is to clean up this kind of stuff. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. The United Nations says an estimated one and a half million people in Syria are in need of food aid. Earlier, the UN humanitarian envoy, Valerie Amos, said not enough aid was reaching Syrians in need. Imogen Fuchs reports from Geneva. The United Nations wants Syria to allow in aid as a matter of urgency. A meeting of UN agencies in Geneva has drafted a 90-day humanitarian plan with food and other supplies for 1.5 million people. But the figure is just an estimate. The UN has been unable to enter Syria since the conflict began. Now a handful of UN aid workers will be allowed in to make a preliminary assessment. From there, they hope to begin the relief operation but it all depends on Damascus agreeing. And the UN Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon has announced that Kofi Annan will meet President Assad in Damascus on Saturday. The head of a regional council in Libya that's seeking to create a semi-autonomous territory in the east has said he's ready to hold talks over the issue. Ahmed Zubair al-Zenusi said he was prepared to discuss what form the autonomy would take. Thousands have rallied in Tripoli to demand that the country remain united. Gabriel Gatehouse was at the demonstration. Well, there must be several thousand people here in Martyrs Square and their slogans make it all perfectly clear. Libya united... No, no to federalism, they're chanting. The declaration earlier this week of a semi-autonomous state in the east, in Cyrenaica, is really exciting. The passions here, and not just here, there are demonstrations taking place in cities across the country. Greece has said the participation of private sector creditors in the country's multi-billion euro bond swap exceeded all expectations. Under the deal, more than 100 billion euros of its debt would be written off. Italy has criticised Britain over a failed rescue mission in Nigeria in which a kidnapped British engineer and his Italian colleague were killed. The British government defended the way the operation was conducted, saying time was too short for consultations. Alan Johnston reports from Rome. All day, Britain has tried to explain itself. Ministers have argued that the hostages were in grave danger, that events were moving too fast to make it possible to confer with the Italians before sending in the troops. But Italy's foreign minister, Giulio Terzi, doesn't seem to have been placated. He emerged from a meeting with his British counterpart, William Hague, saying that he had demanded what he called utmost clarity with regard to what happened in Nigeria. He said he wanted this as soon as possible, within hours. You're listening to The World News from the BBC. 
The International Criminal Court has dismissed a request by four prominent Kenyans to drop charges against them related to the violence that followed the 2007 election in Kenya. All four, including two presidential candidates, Uhuru Kenyatta and William Ruto, are accused of orchestrating the violence during which more than a thousand people died. Mr. Kenyatta and Mr. Ruto have rejected the allegations, saying they're innocent. The Red Cross says it's considering evacuating civilians caught in the conflict in northern Mali between government forces and Tuareg rebels. Mali says there are about 1,500 people stuck in the military camp, which has been surrounded by rebels since fighting began in January. The rebels are fighting for the independence of their region in northern Mali. The latest job figures from the United States show that nearly a quarter of a million jobs were created last month. The BBC's economics correspondent.